It's football time, and we scored a dime. Football's on, so let's smoke a bomb. TGIF. Bob Ross used to say, "We don't make mistakes; we have happy accidents." And this here podcast, this is a prime example of that. As a few years ago, Wes created a Dan Lebetard show-themed fantasy league. And following a successful first year, uh, six of us league members got together to record what we thought was a one-and-done podcast, the Dan Lebetard Show Draft. Uh, but it was so much fun, we said, hey, let's keep doing this. And nine months later, here we are. So yeah. let's go back to where it all began, the LFD PGI, the Fantasy Football League. Playoffs are approaching. Kamish, why don't you bring everybody up to speed on what's happening? And, you know, only fitting the playoffs around the corner, and so is Moss Miami. Get that little, our quote, sponsor, unquote, in there. Moss Miami presents the limited fake Dr. Phil Gala Invitational. Allen, Mean Gene, Thick Standings will be coming up soon. That's just a tease. That's how you, wait, so are we doing radio or podcast? What is this? Anyway, uh, real quick, guys. Uh, I mean, just a re- recap with a K. What's up, Capo? Well, a little league history of formation. Uh, you know, what's really wild about it all is, you know, I was scrolling Twitter one night and saw this one guy, like, wanting to join a fantasy league. And I'm like, well, shit. I was about to join or about to create a fantasy league anyway for the show, like for fans. Uh, let's get this guy involved. We need to get him in a league. Let's get a new guy playing fantasy. So I created the league. Fast forward. Uh, is this guy still in the league, guys? Is he? He is not, and I don't even know if he's on Twitter. I can't remember. Right. Like, I think it was like it was put it on the poll. There was an incident. Yes, there was, yeah, an incident. <laughs> We've had a couple of incidents in the league. Is it, is it us or is it them? It's Twitter. <laughs> it's Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah. But anyway, uh, things happen for a reason, and here we are. Hey, if you're listening, uh, put it on the poll. Thank you. Yeah. So, I hope he's alive. I can't find him. <laughs> but not. <laughs> All right, so what do we want to go into, guys? We want to do some, uh, want to do some standings. We want to do some trades. Yeah, Wes, Wes, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll take over for a moment. No, uh, wait, oh. I, I thought. Wait, I thought. Let me check my notes here. Wait, yeah, dude is a better host than my goofy ass. Well, Continue. I have a lot to say just because second year means more than the first year. The first year meant something, especially when you have people like Troy who openly said, I've never played fantasy football before. I'm going to do an auto draft and I'm going to beat all of you. So he's as good at trash talk as he is at drinking, as he is at being bad at fantasy football. Yet he also proved that being good at fantasy football doesn't always get you anywhere. So the first season was a commish onslaught. Now, while we're on that note, let me just say that there is no commish like Wes. Okay, I've had many fantasy football commissioners in my 20 plus years of fantasy football. We're talking injuries up to the minute, late scratches, healthy scratches, players available on the waiver wire looking at your I mean, this guy goes above and beyond 
to help your team, but he's also playing the game. And the game is, I want your best player. I'm going to get him via trade. <laughs> and we all learned that the hard way in season one as he dominated uh, on his way to a landslide victory over ASOM in the title. Now, we're into the second season, right? And guess what? Wes is on top again at 9-3. and three. Uh, hey, I would like hey, you to take it from y'all, there. Uh, y'all, call on to the, y'all call on to the grift real quick because, like, this, I mean, not to go into, like, trade grades or anything, but I did 38 trades last year. This year, I've only done 14 in, like, the trade deadlines tomorrow. So, yeah. We'll get into that. So, first question, why do we even have a trade deadline in fantasy football? What does it matter if we extended it the whole season, uh, other than collusion, which we vote on anyway? But second here, you're 9-3 and three this year. I think you only had one loss last year. Two? Is that accurate? Well, actually, oh, technically I had no losses. Like, I, I gave up a loss just because, uh, what was it, A-Song? I was facing him that week. He took over Grossenitz's team, the guy that got kicked off Twitter. Grossenitz, that's right, yes. Yeah, he got kicked off Twitter for whatever. We don't know. And What are you uh, saying? You took a dive? Yeah. I did. Th- yeah, to hook him up. I was like, yeah, like, I did. Like, that's the kind of guy I am. I could have went undefeated that year. And I've never finished the year undefeated in fantasy. And I could have done it that year. And I did not. Okay, well, that will be a year three thing, apparently. <laughs> but you're tied for first right now, nine and three, with the one and only Bo, who finished dead last last year. Big turnaround. Obviously, his life was almost completely ruined by doing a live tweet of Coward, so he decided to <laughs> uh, step it up this year. Uh, we'll get into the other possible playoff teams when we get to Troy. But – Towards the bottom of the uh, barrel there, the bottom of the barrel is Cheese. We like Cheese for what he is, but he's 1-11. Uh, I would like one of you, while I'm talking here, to look up who his one win was against because that should be an automatic playoff elimination. Uh, oh, my that, God. Who did he beat? Because While, while I'm doing that, since only the top six teams make the playoffs, I believe for the second straight year, my 4-8 and eight record – Two games out, three games out. Never mind. It's, it's not going to get there. I'm eliminated from playoff contention. I have a lot of problems with it. I have a recent loss that I would like to discuss. And I face the post-traumatic stress of going through the loser's bracket again. Wes, please jump in and describe this loser's bracket because I'm telling you, it was like seven weeks long last year. And I felt like I was on the chopping block, meaning be <laughs> dead last four times. And that's the, uh, well, not in your point of view, but in my point of view, the beauty of the consolation ladder when there is a punishment involved. Because, okay, like, yeah, you either go up the, the consolation ladder or you'll either go down the consolation ladder. See, the key is you want to keep winning. I think your problem was you started out in the very bottom, the gutter, last year. You and uh, who was it? Oh, wait, uh, 80. I'm sorry. God, I'm drunk. Uh, yeah, you guys, like, so you started out in that last place, like, that very first week in the consolation bracket, and you still faced each other 
what two weeks later yes, in the I one i thought i was safe what the hell happened you uh hey you you, you lost and you went back down so okay, you so won the first week. you won the first you won the first week you lost the second week so you went back down okay so the bottom two if you win the first week if and lose the second week you're still back in the bottom so what if i'm in the top two of the losers bracket am i safe See, that's where you get in a little safety, yeah. You get a little more safe. So, yeah, yeah. If you're in the, uh, yeah, if you're the, the, the higher up you are on the ladder, the better off you're going to be. Okay. Are you able to drunkenly describe it here? You have six bottom teams, okay? You have, meaning you have what? The top two yeah, bottom teams facing each other, the middle two facing each other, the dead last two facing each other, right? So then... If you win in the top two, you're probably safe for the rest, right? So let, let's say, like, if the playoffs, if yeah, if the playoffs started today, uh, you know, your seven, eight seed, you know, they're facing each other. I won't even mention the names because it, it's it's irrelevant at the moment because it could change. Uh, the seven, eight seed, whoever wins that matchup, they're safe. They're not even gonna have to worry about being in last place. Okay, but but all right. Say, mm, say like you uh, say the non ten matchup. You got that, okay? In the consolation ladder, you win that matchup, okay? You move up the ladder. You you would face the winner of the seven eight matchup. So you're probably also safe there. Yes, that's what. I'll, yeah. So gotcha. you're, you you would also be safe. The, the the really the people that are really in the in the fear <laughs> is the person that loses the non ten matchup that first week in the consolation ladder, and also unfortunately, even though if you're the winner of the eleven twelve matchup, you still have a little bit of fear, which unfortunately that's what happened to you last year. I think you yes. won. Yeah, you beat eighty that first week. You moved on the following week, but you lost. Yeah, I won. So you moved back down. Did. So you moved back down into the, well, the last place game, the toilet bowl. Okay. So I think, I think I get it. And I mean, it makes it fun because you don't want to be dead last. You don't want to have to go to a waffle house or tweet coward or, you know, people whatever. still have to set their lineups. It makes it, yeah. It still whatever makes it a little competitive. Right. Puts a little skin in the game for, for that dead last spot. So re- real quick, since I'm, since I'm doomed to be in the loser's bracket again, I'm four and eight. I have 1,422 points on the season, which is more than Coley tied for third. It's more than Greg Slim, who's on OLI playoffs. And it's definitely more than the last three shitheads in our league. (laughs) But the real the real problem for me is that two weeks ago I was four and six on the verge of going five and six. And I actually, I actually have the stats here. It was a Sunday night game between the Chiefs I and the Chargers. This. You know, this is part, I love it. Continue. It was the Chiefs and the Chargers. And I only scored like 80 some points, but more importantly, I was projected to win. God damn you ESPN projections. Yeah, hey, hey, let, real quick, sidebar. Those projections on ESPN, you, you got to remember, those are more like, those could be more of like a ceiling projection than more than a median projection. 
You, that, that's you what they think. That you they, don't that, have to speak on their behalf, Wes. <laughs> and you don't have to use the word more. You know why? Because I was facing a guy named Sky Moore. That's oh, the only my one God. Who's fa- I know who you're facing. Oh, God. So I'm, I'm going against steak sauce, all right? So I already want to beat him. Yep. Steak sauce. Two, I, I don't know if Steak Sauce is really paying attention to the league. I think it's hit or miss. He but halfway, think, yeah, he halfway does. Sometimes I he's, he yeah, did, I, I think he did what he had to do to set a starting lineup. That has happened to him before, too, yeah. And so let me just say this. Sky Moore, I, I ended up losing by a very close margin. The exact score was... Uh, it was 82.62 to 81.14. 1. 1.5 points, and I win. Okay. Oh, damn. Sky Moore on the season. Well, in this game, he had five receptions for 63. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely his, like, yeah. And most of them little, a- <laughs> dunk, little dunk receptions in a game that didn't really matter. You could probably combine all his points from all the other weeks in the season, and it would, like, equal that. Cause, I Not mean, exactly. But that's exaggerating. His but yeah. previous high, or his other high was just his last game, 36 yards. Other than that, it was 31. There, any, any other week of yep. Sky Moore's stats, I would win that game. I'd be five and six. I'd be tied with Troy. I'd be right in the mix. Uh, and instead, I am now doomed for toilet bowl back-to-back years. I might be the only one who's going to the loser's bracket back-to-back years. And you the and last, uh, Chris Quoty. The last thing I'll say before I turn it over to Troy and is Capo. whoever the schedule maker is did me no fucking favor. <laughs> okay. Because let me just – first week, Bo. Second week, Troy wanted to beat that asshole, lost by 30. Third week, Jim Thorpe Birds. Then Damn. Coley whooped her ass. Then you in week six, Wes. All of a sudden, in week 12, I'm playing Wes again. I didn't play Troy a second time. I didn't play Coley a second time. I didn't play Bo a second time. I got to play fucking Wes, the commissioner, two fucking weeks. I scored over 100 both times and lost both times. What the fuck? Who did the schedule? Well, it's uh, auto-generated. Auto-generated to screw me up the ass. <laughs> it generally likes to fuck you over, yes. Uh, on recent recency bias. <laughs> All right. Last thing I'll say is this. Losing Detroit in week two. It's like automatic elimination from the playoffs. I'm fine with it. Nah. I, I can't get it back. It doesn't matter what I do. I He has that over me. He doesn't even know the names of these fucking players, and he beat me. So on that note, Troy, I would like to know your thoughts and feelings and stress or non-stress on the fact that you are on the verge of the playoffs. You need a win here these next couple of weeks, at least one. How are you feeling at the moment? <laughs> let's hear it for auto draft year 2.0 that's right we kept on auto draft again we flew the coop we rode the wave all we did this year different from last year is paid maybe just 10 seconds more attention on the week and accept and remember- less trades from me 
two fewer or less trades. We'll get to that later. Thank you, Taysom Hill. And also, frankly, uh, I've got this running back, McCafferty, who's kind of saved my bacon a bunch of times this year. He doesn't even know his name. I like that. McCaffrey, Caffrey, whatever. <laughs> only only <McCaffrey>. this week. <laughs> and also, yes. and also, it's especially poignant goods because I've got your boy, Kirk COVID Cousins, who beat Patrick Mahomes last week when I scored 146.6 points. That's right. I don't need Mixon or Dixon or Lixon, whatever his name is. I don't need. I don't need the other guy, that wide receiver, wide receiver two, wide receiver four, six, whatever it is. That's all right. I'm just going to take the players the good Lord doth give me through the auto draft and reap what he doth sow with the rain upon the just and the unjust. And as it were, I also would like to remind you that. I beat you not once this year, but also in the toilet bowl brackets last year, twice after you beat me once. So you're one in four, bro. In case you need to keep track of how much money you don't make off of my ass, it's none. That's right. I'm happy to say we're going to keep it going. And also, I do love me a good fantasy draft, but stress? No, I don't really do that in this particular lifestyle. Um, I do appreciate the effort people put into it. I love the projections. That's my favorite part. It was like the early games, I feel good about it. 51-49, 55-45, 65-30. A couple of weeks ago, I was up like 78.6 to 12. And then one play happened, I lost 99 to 1. So that's my favorite thing about watching it is, uh, is watching the probabilities change. So unlike y'all who worry about the players, I'm here for the good time. And I'll just tell you that fifth place is not last place. So the playoff bracket's treating me just all right. And this is how Lady Luck has been on his side this year, okay? You know, like we heard about, you know, Goods and his bad luck. Uh, you know, th- this MF had DeAndre Carter in his lineup in, in one of the super flex spots. Who, who does that normally? And, of course, he played well. You know, like, can, I, can I add to that? This fucker has McCaffrey, Miles Sanders, Joe Mixon, like, there maybe is something to an auto draft. Well, yeah. See, like, what happens, like, what's yeah. funny? Players. Best what's available player. Auto, yeah, exactly. What's funny with the auto draft is, like, yeah, they'll go with the best available player, and it's like people were afraid to take because, oh, they might be a bust or whatever. But those players sometimes pay off, and if you take enough of them, you're going to have a good team. I hate you, Trey. It's great to be hated by many people. <laughs> loved by loved by one, hated by many. It's he has a great guys life. on the roster that shouldn't be on the roster. He's got Devontae Parker. He's got D. Hilliard from Tennessee. Taysom Hill. T. Marshall from Carolina. Like he just hasn't messed with his lineup because he doesn't care, and it pisses me off. Hey, that, hey. To be fair, that Terrence Marshall ad has been kind of sneaky good a couple of weeks. He's and good so, for so, somebody. He's good for one thirty-eight yard reception a game. In in this week's draft, in this week's draft, fellas, I'm going to pick up Mike Trout. I hear he's available. It's not even a draft. Get out! Just get get him out of here. He doesn't even know how to say McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> it's pronounced Mike Trout. Fuckers. That's probably a good segue into uh, Wes. Your feelings on possibly being the first repeat champion in a league that's only two years old. 
Will you cry if you win? Will you cry if you lose? Will you dedicate a win to Asam? <laughs> uh, I'd like to dedicate this next waiver ad to Asam. <laughs> if you know, you know. That's a year one joke. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I might... I would not be shocked if I lost this year. I really wouldn't. Like, when I had Cooper Cup, like, when I, yeah, I was, I was like, I got this, boys. And then he got hurt. And then I was looking at my roster. I was like, oh, shit. I've traded away all my debt for other guys. What am I going to do? Oh, no. I'm. Oh, wait. My team's still pretty good compared to the rest of you guys. I suggest next year we do a supplemental, uh, a, a B-League. Everyone must commit to auto draft and only take out players who are injured. Oh. And, uh, I kind of want to do one of those. That would be Treat interesting. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody does an auto. Yeah. Okay. I'll even commissioner that, that one. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we know how well your trades worked out last year, even though I won one, one of the trades with you, McLaurin for Allen Robinson. Yeah. But, you you pulled off some amazing trades last year. Not getting as many takers this year, except for cheese. So, do you want to go over a couple of ways you just anally raped him? Wait, can we say anally raped on this? <laughs> great. He was, yeah, he was great uh, a couple of times. For example, October twelfth. Hold on. You know the date. Uh, uh, fuck yeah, dude. I did my research, MFers. <laughs> October 12th. Dun, dun, dun. Jared Goff for Cordell Patterson. Wait, okay, you, for, you got Cordell? Yes, Cordell? I sure did. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. You think I'm going to accept Jared Goff for Cordell Patterson? <laughs> See, that's the problem is you've thrown so many at me. I don't even know what I'm rejecting now. I just know I'm rejecting it if it's coming from you. Well, okay, here's like me, me being like an honest grade or evaluator, like say I wasn't even a part of this trade. First off, do not accept trades when quarterbacks are involved. You can usually get them off the waiver wire. But I love throwing in a quarterback to get a deal done because most people don't know any better. <laughs> Mute. This is the uh, podcast of bad, bad laughs, bad diabolical laughs. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. This is our limited fake, uh, yeah, evil laughter. But uh, no, this is almost like the tell-all, too. I'm like exposing all my – this is like the magician, like giving all away his secrets, man. Oh, you don't have to. Just tell us how you fuck cheese over. <laughs> tell us, Commission, how did you shred cheese? <laughs> he put his ass to the grinder. No, like, okay, here's the thing with, like, trading, especially in, like, newer leagues. Like, Do you butter them up with compliments? <laughs> no, but that has that has worked before. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, like, in, in the home league with a friend's wife, so to speak. <laughs> like, uh, hey, here's a, here's a digital code for a movie. I've done that before to get a deal done in a money league. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, but yeah, like yeah, the, the Jared Goff, Cordell Patterson trade that was circled back. Like, yeah, Steve or cheese. I know you're probably going to be listening eventually. Like next year, if I'm going to give you any advice, forget by then. 
but do not accept a quarterback for a positional player trade, especially if somebody like Cordell Patterson's stature. Like, I know he's not played too well, but it's CPAT. Okay, so I'm looking at your team. You were the number one pick. You took Jonathan Taylor, or you got him otherwise? Ah, uh, let's, yeah, let's, and, and I segue back to our trade, uh, trade grade or fade talk. I acquired Jonathan Taylor in a trade. From who? Uh, can you believe it? Can you believe it? From Here's Keith? the thing. No, no, no. Shocker. This is from uh, somebody that does not use Twitter much, if at all. Uh, Larry McSanders. I actually like frequent or talk to him more in the group chat on the sleeper dynasty hoops league app that I do on Twitter. Anyway, he doesn't like Twitter. Can't blame him. Anyway, I did a trade with him. Let's recap, and you guys can grade for those that want to. I sent over to him <laughs> Geno Smith, DK Metcalf. <laughs> I can already see Goods' reaction. And here's the sweetener, Juju Smith-Schuster. Four, Jonathan Taylor and Keenan Allen. A second player. A second player. <laughs> and I got Keenan Allen thrown in. Who I eventually flipped in another deal. All right. So, number one, he always does the either three for one or three for two. That way it's like, oh, I'm getting three. Great. Wonderful. Doesn't matter what shit you're throwing at me as long as you're giving me more. And then, Wes, I just got to say, whatever sales position you end up landing someday, you're like a great golf course guy, right? Like making deals, working in free movies. Like I tell you, there's a firm firm that needs to hire you. When I worked at shitty TJ Maxx, just to get like, you know, a week to week check, like in the last decade, like, yeah, I had signed up so many people for credit cards. I feel bad for them. Honestly. Okay, so oh wait, before Commish, can I jump in real quick with a question for for our, our good commissioner? Yes, uh, Commish, you're a man from the South. Have you thought about converting to Mormonism? I think you could probably win the day <laughs> and save the planet. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, there are dumb, 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 dumb. There's some certain perks to that, though. I can get more women, right? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and the LDS Church would probably provide you with wait, a nice hold van. On. Yeah. I guess. It, well, like the, the women might not be in particular that I might be fond of, but beggars can't be choosers at this point. I think you'd be surprised. Come to Nevada and see what you can get away with. <laughs> that should be their state motto. <laughs> Come to Nevada. See what you can get away with. That is a good new motto. It, it is. really is. To replace what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> it's more yeah. clean. Yeah. All right, Wes, before we move on from you, you have three first-rounders on your team right now. You have Austin Eckler, <clears throat> Jonathan Taylor, and you have Cooper Cup. Which one of these guys did you actually draft? Uh, that would be Austin Eckler, who I, took, who I took over Christian McCafferty. What, what pitch? <laughs> so i guess yeah he must have went after me i bet i bet troy went after me in the first round so i bet he auto drafted mccaffrey so you don't know what pick you were uh i want to say i went sixth overall or seventh okay how did you in get 12, in a 12 team 
that was another trade. Let's uh, let's recap that one. I know you you're hating all of this recapping all of your trades. <laughs> well, this is a trade I ended up regretting. This is a trade I regret now. But we, <laughs> what's so awesome about this deal? I did it with Dylan, who lives out in Alaska. So we, I did this. Well, I was still up. I went out on a lazy river. I got fucking yeah. Anyway, I came back home. It's 3 a.m. my time. Uh, what is it in Alaska? Uh, 11, I guess-ish? I anyway. had no fucking clue what time's on Alaska. Yeah, it, yeah. I think so. I always get this mixed up. I always get this wrong. It's an hour behind Pacific, so it's two hours behind me. Oh. It's an hour behind you. So it's it is hour. four hours west. So it's just four hours. Okay, so it was about 11-ish his time, but 3-ish my time. <laughs> this is the deal we worked out after a little haggling and finagling and back and forth. I, oh man, I miss this guy so much right now. I sent him Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Keenan Allen, who I just required in that other deal. So I'm flipping them. And Jeff Wilson Jr. At the time, he was still with the 49ers, though. Four, Cooper Cup and James Conner. James Conner. Wow. See, that's a deal. At the time, that was a banger. That was a I Which mean, James I, I, Connor is is saving it right now. It is, yeah. If I didn't get James Connor thrown in that deal, I I fucking got. Well, I'm still got blood, but Connor yeah, but Cup might come back, race. right? No, I don't think he's going to come back. The Rams are screwed. Uh, I don't really see them bringing Cup back this year. You still if he fucked like, him on that trade, even though Cup got hurt. Steven like, Ramondre Stevenson has just been. I miss him right now but yeah at the time that was a i won that trade at the time in the moment what trade have you lost for real oh, okay there i don't know go. i think you lost we... that geno smith trade earlier that was <laughs> <laughs> the geno smith dk metcalf stack baby any geno smith trade you lost dude like yeah. getting the flip geno smith in a deal that acquired jonathan taylor i should get a fucking medal by the way real quick I can pick up Geno Smith in my 23-year league, the one I care about the most with my friends, right now. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. I'm picking him up. Get him. Okay, uh, here's a deal that I did lose, and I lost this bigger and shit, and I did this deal with my heart more than, at the time, which this is why you lose deals, fellas. Don't do deals with your heart. Do it with your head always or your gut. I sent, this is back, uh, geez, October 12th. I sent Josh Palmer and Donovan Peoples-Jones for Hunter Renfro. Okay, from my perspective at the time, even if it was a homer pick because I love the Raiders, it's Hunter Renfro, like PPR. Like, you go by his his history. I'm sorry, sorry, repeat it. Yeah, okay, Josh Palmer and Donovan Peoples-Jones, who are now pretty good flex-wide receivers in PPR. They are. There's no debate about that. They, they just are. They're good. Uh, you know, I, thought, sorry, a, I thought you said Josh Jacobs, and I was like, Oh, what? no. Oh, my God, no. I would never. Oh, oh, I would. Uh, but I got Hunter Renfro back. And I, at the time, he was sucking. He was doing really bad. But I thought I was buying low. And he was going to come back and finish the year like strong. Well, he got hurt. See Daisy, and like even if he wasn't hurt, yeah, he sucked this year. And yeah, Josh Palmer and Donovan Peoples Jones have been sneaky good. 
they just yeah they have because Palmer's filled in like for injured like Mike Williams or Keenan Allen and DPJ is just it's going to be interesting to see how he connects with Deshaun Watson because he really clicked uh, there uh, with uh, Brissett finally there at the end. Hey Ron, sound the sexual assault sounder, please. Deshaun Watson in the house. Uh, oh, sexual shit. assault warning. I'm also going to get blocked by the Browns this week. I guarantee fucking tee it. I wouldn't call it on the board. Yeah, coming after him. I'm putting out all sorts of things that are going to probably get me blocked by cousin Elon, Deshaun, <laughs> and the whole pilot family. So uh, be forewarned. Sexual predator warning. But Kamish, to reframe our conversation, would you rehash for Goods and Ron the trade with which happened the week before COVID Cousins' um, bye week involving one Taysom Hill? Yes. I mean, raping wouldn't be such a word I would use. I mean, I might have, like, fondled you a little bit. Honestly, because this guy's like been kind of, it was a buy low and he's not really panned out for me. Uh, let me explain. Okay. So I sent over Taysom Hill and Chubba Hubba Hubbard. <laughs> uh, see, at the th- before I even tell you who I picked up, at the time, okay, this is November 4th, because, you know, I've been keeping up with dates. Uh, hang he, on, uh, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna stop. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Before you, before you tell me at the time, I know what you're doing. Okay, <laughs> I know you projected these people to not matter a couple weeks later. Tell Damn me, who, tell me who you got. How dare you figure out my uh plot twist? Are you like, hey, you're not Shyamalan in me before you, uh, anyway? But mm-hmm. anyway, let me let me point Ron, out. Let's do an say. M. Night Shyamalan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, well, here at the time, though, see, he just had Dallas Goddard go down, right? And our tied in waiver wire was so fuckety. And this is how you attack somebody, all right, guys. No offense, Godfather, but he needed to tie it in bad. And the player I acquired wasn't really cutting it out too well this season. A great buy low, Ron. You'll be familiar with this person I'm about to mention. Deontay Johnson. I traded Taysom Hill and Chubba Hubbard for Deontay Johnson in redraft. Most years you're like, or like recently you're like, huh? That that's an awful trade. And it still is an awful trade. Godfather, no offense, but Deontay Johnson, this really hadn't been that great though. I mean, honestly, like he hadn't been that great. So he didn't really lose out on too much. Hold on. Troy, <laughs> you brought up this trade unprompted as if to say that he didn't screw you because of whatever reason when he has a wide receiver that's in his starting lineup and you have two guys that have no business being on your roster anymore. <laughs> May I respond? Go ahead. Yes. Goods, you're in 10th place. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> somehow, somehow I did not see that coming and I should have you really should have <laughs> he owns you man like oh, owns you. you I wouldn't have done With that trade P. with you <laughs> I've had bad luck 
Have we have, have we done a trade this year in this league? Because I, I know I got you with CD Lamb in the other league with Sia. Uh, you right? see my other league? I have a stacked roster even without CD Lamb. Man, that that league is soft. We we needed nine people in the starting lineup. No offense, Sia. Here, let me text. Having... Let me text Sia right now. See oh my god! Me. Look at me, Louie. We can do show references since this is the uh, Moss Miami presents the limited fake Doctor Phil Gala Invitational. The circle back around what we were talking about originally. Also known as the goods losing event. Uh-huh. <laughs> West can always say something that needs twenty words with two hundred. Speaking of the league and the namesake of the league, hey, cheese. And speaking of that, that MF cheese, I hope you're prepared to do some limited fakes. I believe Kamish also, our friend cheese, is working on like a dance number. No shit. Uh, for his uh, loser bracket opportunity, or maybe just to be seen on, on the Twitter. Yeah, he's on some clicks. That's all right. Hey, I like the cheese click. wants to be the loser. Yes, I think he is purposely. Yeah, and I think that's why he accepts some of these trades. Like speaking of, we're coming up on the trade deadline. I need to send him. Try to get Jamar Chase off him. Get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> Let me see if I can get Jamar Chase. I dare you to send me a trade tonight. Tonight is your only <laughs> chance. Uh, actually, I, I'm going to check. I'm going to hover over the rosters and uh, see what I can pull off. Because yeah. Noon's going to be here before you know it. Eastern time, boys. Ooh, did the commission just send a hey. trade into goods? No. I- <laughs> Fuck all you motherfuckers. I hate being in the loser's bracket two years in a row. Go fuck yourself, Troy, in your auto draft. I'm going to beat your ass next year, okay? And, Wes, if you fuck cheese over another time next season to win a title – this season taking him out of the military dishonorable discharge and out of our group <laughs> this se- or next season i'm about to get jamar chase before the deadline this season wait to see <laughs> post that so that he doesn't trade jamar chase <laughs>